What's up, guys? Welcome to the Post Credit Pod. I'm your host, Ryan Swart, and today we will be talking about uh, The Incredible Hulk. Came all the way out in 2008 to start off the current Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, this is part of a special three-episode launch I'm doing that is introducing not only the podcast as a whole, but uh, a Marvel series I'm doing that is going to be discussing every single MCU movie leading up to Infinity Wars. And then we'll obviously review Infinity Wars. Uh, so since this is one of the first ones, either the first or second, I don't recall, we're going to go ahead and knock this one out first, uh, along with Iron Man 1, which will be on a completely different episode. Uh, I'm joined with my cousin Jordan on this particular episode, and he had a lot to say, and we had a great conversation, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. Um, if you would like, please go ahead and subscribe and give me a positive rating or a review by the time you're done listening. And just keep be on the lookout for more content because I got a lot more coming, guys. Thanks. Enjoy the show. I've got a problem. There are aspects of my personality that I can't control. See you shrink. It's a little bit more complicated than that. Bruce, trust me when I tell you I've heard them all. Not this one. She's funny as fuck, dude. She, she's gonna be wild as fuck. I hope so. Like that's the idea, right? Yeah. There's right. no way she invited you just, just for like, to I don't know what talk about like and share the chocolates. No, like, no, no. It's a, it's a simple, we're working it's, together. It's teamwork. Like, yeah. This is like I know. No, y'all have a common goal. Y'all share a common goal. Yeah, is she, what I'm assuming. She'll lose her goddamn mind if she doesn't see somebody like on this particular day. And she needs, dude, it's like, kind of sad. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. No, no, that's what I think I could. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is good. I understand because like she knows exactly probably what I want, and like so I just know what she wants. This is what I want to give people every day. Every time I hook up, like every every time I hook up, I just like look. I, I'm good company. I'll give you some good like affection. Yeah, this is this is fine, but like. <laughs> I don't know. As long as like you're not playing dumb about what I want, then it's all good. We're just helping each other out. It's good, and we're good to yeah. Don't need to act funny. Yeah, everybody's nice to each other. Like nobody's <laughs> about it. Like nobody. Like it's not like a bad. thing. We're all adults here. Yeah. Since she's twenty nine. Like it's not like I'm walking up. And she's like, "Fuck you, thank you for the chocolates, hey, bitch." Is it I'm where... like punching her in the face and like doing some weird shit. It's just like we're <laughs> meeting and doing. We're doing cool shit again. We're hanging out and fucking. That's super awesome and happy. That is a great time. Yeah. It's relatively cheap. Like yeah. a box of chocolates. Oh, she like she already bought that food. It's in the fucking freezer. Yeah. She took it out last night and was like, "I'm gonna yeah. find me somebody on." I hope she Tinder. doesn't even try that hard. I hope it's like Stouffer's lasagna or some shit. I hope it's in the oven now. Yeah, <laughs> I hope, she's not, I hope she's not like prepping dishes and like chopping it up, man. I hope she's not. You don't feel like cleaning shit? Dude. <laughs> this is gonna be fun. I feel like there's gonna be a story. Like, after yeah. looking at her pictures, 
What if like what I if feel she makes like she like does dishes? No, I want it Stouffer's with like paper plates. And, and throw dishes. that shit away. Yeah, I don't want her to be like. Where's the couch, right, bedroom, wherever? Yeah, like, can, can you make the bed and load the dishwasher? Like, did you, like did you see the chocolates? I put them on. The, I forgot to bring them in here. They're on a coffee table. Yeah. So what you? With <laughs> so what's next? Yeah. Oh, but yeah, you gotta pick up those chocolates. You're about to get weird. She, Y'all about to drink? Huh? She, oh, you've she, been she, drinking. She even oh. said like pick up chocolates. Doesn't have to be anything expensive. Chocolates are like what, fifteen bucks? Like expensive chocolates? What are cheap chocolates? <laughs> you can get her like you can get her like some fucking M and M's, but the, like the Valentine's Day bag. bag <laughs> no, I think if it's not heart shaped, then you're really a fucking asshole. Don't get her like a bag of like Snickers, like little mini Snickers or anything. But get her like one that. of the Reese's cups. Like, <laughs> that's a bag of chocolate, though. That's not fair. She still technically wins there. I mean, really, that's better, but, you know, I think she wants the aesthetic. I think that's what she's going for. She's going to cook you dinner. And I think that's sweet. I think it's sweet that she was like, bring over, like, some chocolates and, like, let's just do, like, some Valentine hooking up. Like, that's cool. I'm talking about that. (laughs) Like, you know what sucks is whenever I got to spend, like, $100 on, like, a dinner and some bullshit. Oh, so you think she's being very, like, considerate with this, too. Yeah, and then, like, we go on a date and she says something, like, racist or something. (laughs) We have, like, a silent 20 minutes in the car and then, like, we don't go and then we go back and, like, don't hook up and I'm down, like, 100, 120 bucks. I feel like you're getting real specific with this story. And just... Crank off, yeah. Like, that's how that shit is. Shit's not tight. Oh, I guess I should start putting my phone on. Bro, it's funny as for these, yeah. Oh. Motherfucking Jim. Yeah. Good old Jim. <laughs> Have you talked to him today? I have not. Oh. But I will later. I'm sure he just got out of his movie. Oh, well, We just yeah. got out of our movie, yeah. This is true. Good-ass fucking movie. Kind of. Like, decent-ass fucking movie. Yeah. You know what? I would say top 10 Marvel movies so far. I think it's in the upper half. What? Upper half of Marvel movies. Yeah. The upper half of Marvel movies. Yeah. We should have a list. Of... The Hulk. Oh, a list will be made. But No, I think we should have like a list. Like we need like notes. We need like a list. We need like characters. So I can like reference stuff. But like, yeah. Yeah. If you put it together like a list of what well, there's, how many are there now? Like 16? I think there's 16 right now. No, there's, once Infinity War comes out, there'll be 19. Oh, yeah, definitely upper half. Definitely, I think definitely... No. Definitely top ten. I'll put it in top ten. No. Top ten, you still got nine underneath it. I, would, I can't agree with that. What? Okay. There's no... And I'm... I guarantee you... Sorry for the sniffle. That you will not... No. <laughs> I guarantee you that you will not be able to convince me of that. Like, I just know there are not, what, nine or, nine or ten. There's not even five... Marvel movies worse than this that are part of the cinematic universe. What movies can you think of are worse? What would you conceive? If I had to, if I had to just pick one or two or whatever, um, uh, both for Thor one and two. Oh, you're starting with Thor one and two are the worst. Oh yeah, it's gotta be like top five. (laughs) 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 What? No. The one and two. These Marvel movies, like, they're fun, but, like, they're not, like, good. There's so many Marvel movies I watched, like, it was like, "Eh, the explosion was pretty cool, but, like, they're not good movies. They're fun movies. Um, that's what's so fun about this. Edward Norton tried to make this like, dude. Am I just like a fucking Marvel junkie? Because I can, it's really hard for me to pick. Because I really enjoy them. I think that, I feel like they nail it on almost every movie except for those two. I didn't enjoy that much. This one was okay, and they nailed some stuff. And then, fucking 
dude, I, I don't think I, that's it. Those are the only other ones I think I didn't enjoy that much. I don't remember Iron Man 2 and 3 that much. And I guess, I mean, I, I'll be figuring that out really soon. I think you need to tell everybody on the podcast that you like the Big Bang Theory and that's going into <laughs> your movie reviews up front. The Big Bang Theory is a fucking good show. Okay, dude. well, good. Yeah, you just need to let people know so <laughs> they know going forward. Like, right, disclaimer. Cool. Like, yeah, disclaimer. disclaimer. I enjoy Big Bang Theory. I genuinely care about Sheldon and his relationship with Amy. Fucking, I think Kaylee Kuko, whatever, Kucho. Okay, very disrespectful to a show you like, but yeah. I think she's, look, she's A1. Look, the show's good, dude. Anyway, that's not, that's not even. That's a good disclaimer. No, don't brush that off. Okay, (laughs) now moving forward. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um. Yeah, man, no. Thor 1 and 2 are the only ones that I can just definitively off the top. Now, like I said, if I, I think, I don't think Iron Man 2 was that good to me, if I remember. Or maybe it's 3. There's one of them that I didn't like that much, but one of them was still pretty good. Here's my point that I'm making. How many Marvel movies can you name? Can you name 19? Yes. I'll name them right now. Name them right now. Okay. Got The Hulk. We got Iron Man 1, 2, 3. Captain America 1, 2, and 3 being... Let me go ahead and do yeah, the subtitles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna really okay, do it. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Winter Soldier number two. The first one is the first Avenger. Winter Soldier, then Civil War. So what am I at? That's seven. Yeah. Um, Guardians one and Volume two. We're at nine. Okay. Uh, Thor, one, two, which is like Dark World or something, and three. Mm-hmm. We're at twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, both the Avengers, Age of Ultron, and I don't remember. I think the other one was just the Avengers. Uh, it's fourteen. Spider Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Panthers basically out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ant Man. Seventeen right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, um, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you got. I think when I say night like nineteen is also including Infinity Wars. I'm just going. Oh, and Captain Marvel. Which is like 2020, I think. No, Captain Marvel is like... Nah, man. Hold on. Captain Marvel, it's it's the first movie like after the Avengers, but I think. I don't are know are we sure shit. about this? No, I'm, I'm uh, not sure Because I think I was surprised on some shit that I saw about Captain Marvel, so we're just going to look at this really quick. Yeah. Also, disclaimer, all of our research is like... The laziest Like shit. Ten, 10 minutes of YouTube stuff, maybe, and like a, a Google search that we're doing literally right now. We're like just going to try to make this shit sound good, but man, you yeah. can, you guys could do this. Yeah, don't, don't, don't believe in any of this. We don't really don't, know. We don't know what don't, the fuck we're talking about. Don't take oh, this seriously. Oh, yeah, you're right. 2019. Okay. Well, I think I had 20. I mean, I think I had 19 before I said Captain Marvel, though. So yeah, I named 19 motherfucking Marvel movies. No, you didn't get 14. No, what? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. So we can definitively just say Ant-Man is just not good. Like, because that didn't even begin. To- Ant-Man was, I enjoyed Ant- Ant-Man. Did I enjoy it more than the Hulk? It's about the same to me. So, but we'll, but because I can even put it that far, we'll say that. Okay, so that's three even, movies. Yeah, I didn't even see Ant-Man on purpose. Paul Red's not a Marvel no, character. No, Ant-Man, Ant-Man is Ant-Man not sucks. that bad. Ant-Man's like, dumb. it was cool. Like, it was okay. Like, oh. there was stuff to enjoy about it. More than I think in this movie. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Is that, that that's cool. what's coming out after Avengers. No, it does not look cool. It's a teeny tiny little person. It's a teeny tiny Paul Rudd and a teeny tiny whoever's playing the Wasp. Fuck him, man. Like, <laughs> right now, it's the dumbest superhero I like, get to it. do. It's, like, it's I, so, I like, get it. It's like, it's almost, it's almost like, like somehow like a bet was lost and they were like, 
they were like, yo, you got to present Ant-Man to these guys if we lose. And then they did it. And, and then whoever was in power, they were like, you know what? Ant-Man doesn't sound that bad. They're like, oh, shit. Like, it yeah. was a mistake that this movie got made. And it they made the most of it, though. You turn to Ant-Man now? You turn to Ant-Man, like, now in half one? Why? That's a backburner Marvel character. I know. It's like the bottom of the toy box. Yeah. Like, you passed up a lot of shit to get to that, and it's, like, not even worth playing with. Yeah. Uh, I do agree, but like I said, I think they did the most. Like I was like, Ant is gonna fucking suck," and I saw it, and I was like, "Man, that shit was kind of cool." Like, yeah. I think that deserves some points for a movie that should be way worse than what it was. Isn't that what you thought about the Hulk, though? No, I thought th- the Hulk should be epic as fuck, and yeah. it was like, uh, I don't really care about, I don't, I don't care about a lot of the stuff that was on screen during the yeah. time. Okay, so what I want to know is like, the Hulk should be epic. And then we we had we've had two standalone movies, which by the way, there have been four. So you got nineteen seventy eight Hulk, which is just garbage, garbage. Yeah, well, that's not even like Hulk. worth bringing up. Well, they tried like to a do a different trilogy. era, and so then they tried to do another one in the late eighties, and that's when Lou Ferrigno got beat up in a shower by two dudes. That's actually in the comics. Yeah, I saw dude that got, shit. Dude got beat up in a shower, it was and then weird. he becomes a Hulk. Sucks. The death of the Hulk, whatever that was, sucks. And then you try to bring Eric Bana, Eric Bana doing the Hulk. Look up, look up what else Eric Bana has been in. <laughs> what else has he been? Nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like 2003, <laughs> like it, he was in like a couple of things. Look, like, I don't you, mind the yeah, breakout you, artist, yeah, you, but yeah, he was kind of old to be dude. a breakout artist. Yeah, you see, yeah, you see that dude, and you're like, oh, what the fuck is Eric Bana doing? Like nothing good. Like, and that Hulk was like, they had purple pants Hulk. Like, they still, like, in 2003. No, he was green as fuck. He was green as fuck. It looked and, like a oh, green Jolly Rancher. <laughs> and it was on, a, Eric Bana Hulk was the, like, nuclear test Hulk. He brought out, he broke out of, like, the nuclear testing facility. You know who Eric Bana fought? His Hulk was weak as fuck. He fought, like, some radioactive, like, dogs. There was, like, a radioactive, like, poodle. It was like no, he wasn't that like, weak, dude. He would did, he like was throwing tanks and shit, and he was like jumping, like he was crossing the desert in like but then almost 10 got seconds. whooped by a radioactive poodle. Like the inconsistency <laughs> in that movie is just crazy. Okay, I, I so, do agree with that. That's pretty stupid. Five years later, like five years later, if you remember like when that, if you remember the Eric Bana Hulk, like watching that, and then like in two thousand eight, when this other Hulk came out, the Eric Bana Hulk was so bad. That you were like, why the fuck are they doing another Hulk movie? Like you weren't thinking about the Marvel like universe. You weren't thinking yeah. about like why. Yeah, like nobody knew all like, this was the that, plan. That, or that last Hulk movie cooler. was so gross. I do not want to see another Hulk movie right now. And honestly, like Edward Norton kind of crushed it. Crushed? I thought he was a great Eric Banner. Also, or David Banner. See, that's what fucked up about the Eric Banner thing too. Like I feel like they did it almost because of the all name. these. Bu- yeah, maybe. Would they would they be as dumb to do that? Because that's know, weird. I don't know how dumb There's no are. way that's a coincidence. No. <laughs> when you had all these other options, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Like he he somewhat looked apart, but who the fuck is this guy? Edward Norton should like it just should, he should have been first, and I think this movie would have landed. Yeah. Pretty well. Like this movie was like cool. Like I did enjoy it in theaters. Like, like when the Hulk was on screen, shit was shit was great. It was like a lot of the stuff in between that I didn't like all that much. So you didn't like like the Eric Band like that's the story about the Hulk that's supposed to be cool though. And they didn't make it that cool. That's the well, it's because like he's conflicted. Like he's the only superhero. They didn't that do a very good job of power. showing that. He doesn't want his power though. They did not do a good job of showing that though. Is what I'm saying. Like it was agree. like dry to me. Like he he kind of like said it very blatantly that scene in the car where he's just like. 
I don't want to control it. I want to get rid of it. Like, that was like, okay. Like, I like yeah. that little moment because it was like, damn, it let you know. But that was the first time I heard him say anything yeah. like that. So what I mean is, like, what do you want to see out of a standalone Hulk movie? Like, what would make it, like, what would make a standalone Hulk movie good? Because apparently they've missed twice. And that's why they're not doing another one. It's because, it, because like, they keep flopping. But um, one, Edward Norton was an asshole and did rewrites and made the whole movie almost like an Edward or Tim Burton kind of, like, dark film kind of thing. You, you want to hear my thoughts on... Uh, a movie is almost impossible to be really good. Because then it's going to have to be way too long and people are going to complain about that. And that will really... It'll make it take a hit if it's, like, a fucking three-hour superhero movie. So, I think the Hulk just should he shouldn't have a solo film because all the everything that there is to really show as far as like an, a character arc or like conflict and stuff is like internal stuff. Like I I saw that when I was looking some stuff up and that made a good point. Um, it was like yo, like that's hard to show. Like that's more for the Oscar worthy kind of like mind fuck movies or something yeah. you know what i mean that take you on a trip through like a person's emotional ride which is like what the hoax going through but yeah. we want to see shit blow up so how do you balance that out you can't do that wow. in like two hours you're gonna make karmic book nerds so mad like, i'm gonna make comics so <laughs> yeah, mad. which is great which is that's not derogatory if you're a comic <laughs> book nerd he the hulk is like one of like the weirdest trippiest like deepest characters yeah it's the reason that he's like a superstar of the marvel universe is because there's so much to like dive into with the hulk one the even the current marvel movies don't do the hulk's powers justice but like all the stuff like him doing like planet hulk and like trying to be on space like all that stuff is totally warranted and not even to the extreme of like what they could do i think one of it is like he's he's way too powerful to do anything with um, there. I just don't think there's anybody that could like really beat the Hulk, and like that's a whole argument that's out there. Yeah, so but it's like, where's like, the conflict in that? But the conflict like doesn't lie because he's just like the strongest superhero. So the conflict doesn't lie in his ability as a superhero, which it does with the other Marvel heroes. His conflict lies so deeply with Eric Banner. God, I keep saying Eric Banner just because of Eric Banner, <laughs> David Banner. No. David Banner is a fucking rapper. So you talking about Bruce Banner? Oh, was it Bruce? <laughs> Y'all, this is how this is how uninformed. He said David <laughs> fucking Banner. Uh, there are. Um, this is how uninformed we are. And you said that earlier, and I thought you were like yeah, joking. No, no, no. I was like, oh, yeah. that was cute. You yeah, know? It's very real. No, about, this motherfucker said it twice, and he had the straightest face when he said that shit. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so moving Bruce, on. Yeah, Bruce so, Banner. So Bruce Banner. Yeah. The comic. <laughs> no, quick question. Hold on. I'm yeah. sorry, because I already interrupted you. Yeah. So what did I say that would make comic book nerds mad? That he was just like kind of like like one dimensional. That like there wasn't like a lot of conflict. Like he's like one of like the no. Trippy, like he has so. Many, I said the like, movie doesn't so show that. I'm saying that it's impossible to show all of that within one movie. That's what I'm saying. But they okay. So another point that we need to bring up now, I guess, like my my point to that would be in the original Edward Norton one before Edward Norton came in and did all the rewrites. If you want to know more, go back and just look up like Google. Edward Norton's con, like why he got taken off, why you have Mark Ruffalo now, um, is because he tried to do so many rewrites, and the rewrites got sent in. Um, in his contract, he had an extreme amount of creative control in the contract, and that's the only reason he did the movie. So two weeks before they're supposed to start filming, he turns in a script that is just about completely rewritten, and they have to go with that script because that's in his contract, and they wanted to do a complete trilogy. So one, that's why you have such like a dark, not Marvel feeling movie. 
But also, yes. that's why they had to get rid of him, because they couldn't do that for two more movies. They had a whole trilogy, just like for Iron Man, that they had in Captain America, like they had planned up for the Hulk. They had a whole thing lined up. And he just came in and completely, from the get-go, one, it, it's, it's amazing that Marvel took off the way it did whenever one of their two staples completely went off the rails. Um... But moving forward, they had to go with Mark Ruffalo because even they released a quote that was something like, we have to have, like, we, the reason that they switched from Edward Norton is, like, we have to let this, like, we have to get a cast member that reflects more of, like, the comparable spirit of our other talented members or something like that. They basically, like, they butchered him in interviews. Yeah. They were just like, we can't work with this dude. He sucks. It's a like, very nice way to say, like, he's a fucking asshole, so we found somebody who yeah. actually knows how to work with people. Yeah. And he just completely <laughs> came in and rewrote everything. But they wanted a trilogy. So they wanted a trilogy. So you, you can explore all of these different avenues of the conflict in the Hulk. You just need three movies to do it. That's originally what they wanted. So what they have now... Well, that's what Edward Norton wanted is what, what they wanted so what mark so what marvel's doing now what mark ruffalo is saying to the public now but it's basically marvel's thoughts is we're not going to do standalone movies because he works best with an ensemble and we're going to provide you his story arc but in multiple movies so he's going to be in the thor movie you're going to get a story arc you're going to get a lot of hulk in infinity wars you're going to get a lot of hulk in both of them um this will be Avengers three, right? The Infinity Wars, yeah. So three, yeah, and then three a part two and then four, of the same yeah, so, four. Yeah, so in both of the Infinity Wars movies, you're gonna get a lot of Hulk. Um, I believe there's one more that I, I read that he they were gonna really give him a good part. Thor Ragnarok is the first time we've seen him have like yeah. a legit role. And so this is supposed to really like his big roles in this are really supposed to like define and explain his story arc. And kind of fill in those blanks. Yeah, and it's supposed to feel like a standalone movie within these and that's kind of the plan now because their original plan was completely thrown off the rails and butchered by creative differences and the creative differences that you're seeing for one movie like how much of a shift that this is created within one character that's exactly what you're seeing in dc movies think of all the behind the scenes like drama that you've seen behind dc movies marvel just had it with the hulk dc is somehow still on a leg we're trying to figure it out with every single movie like it was just creative differences for one movie and then beyond that, Marvel has such a tight grip on everything now that... Everybody else just bought into yeah, how you, they wanted to do it and, and it then just worked out. you have a similar, which... Bef- Mike, okay, so what other movie franchise before Marvel started doing this has built an entire universe um, out of movies? Were they the first nothing, ones to do it? Nothing's gotten this close. Nothing is... Like, everything else has produced a fraction of what Marvel has done. You make a movie, and then you make a sequel, and then maybe you make a trilogy. And then the trilogy. Maybe. Like, there are a couple trilogies. Um, Star Wars was the closest, was, and they're still, like I said, a fraction. They're like a third of the movie so far. Well, well now they're adding some more, and it's about to really blow up. But that'll yeah. be for another another time to talk about. But um, Isn't Star Wars Star just... Wars, because they had the prequels before this came. So they had six, six yeah. whole movies dedicated to one, like, saga. One universe, yeah. In well, one universe, was, within one universe. It was a saga now. I don't know if I would call Marvel a saga because a saga is just you know, it's a continuous storyline that's over multiple generations. Mm-hmm. Um, creating an entire universe, this is really exploring each corner of the universe through like a different point of view and a different character, not like a linear generational kind of thing yeah. like Star Wars does. But what they're doing now 
with the Rogue One solo movies, Django Fett, is all those, painting in everything they're else. kind of filling in smaller yeah. corners of that universe and creating new canon. So that's what Marvel's mm-hmm. done. Marvel through this has through Disney is completely creating what is legitimate canon. Although God, this may make people mad too. Because I don't know how canon works kind of within like the Marvel canon and then also because it's like when a movie comes out like with the Hulk it's like were they doing like Planet Hulk or World War Hulk or like this type of Hulk or like there's so many like comic book variations that you can draw from and maybe there's not a lot of yeah. that through Star Wars. It gets so pretty complicated once you start going into canon and what may or may not be considered uh, considered canon. It yeah. gets to be a, a much weirder discussion once you start really diving into that. But yeah, uh, yeah no, no, I... My answer will remain the same, is that nobody has even come close to, like we said, touching on all the little corners of a whole universe um, like Marvel has with this, or Marvel and, I guess, Disney with Disney backing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, amazing. And I kind of want it, I don't, I don't want it to be, like, a thing where that just happens all the time now. You can already see, like, some people dipping their toes in the water with it, you know, like this, uh, with the, um, what's it like, from Dark Tower. Uh, Stephen King Stephen stuff. They're trying to do the Stephen King universe. Yeah, uh, like it sounds cool, but it's they're getting off to a rocky start because maybe they're kind of forcing it. It's really hard to do. And yeah. I think it takes, and that's one of the most surprising things about the Hulk. The Hulk not getting off to a good start. It takes so much money. It takes it takes a whole mm-hmm. studio. It takes a whole industry to buy in to do what do they have planned? I think they had planned like by 2025, it was something like 20 or 25 movies. They're definitely on pace for it yeah. more at this point now. And that was starting in 2008. And so it was just like the amount of, of money and linear vision and kind of sto- you're planning one movie, right? So you have a storyboard of everything in that entire movie. Mm-hmm. They set out and basically set up a universe. And then what they had to do was plan everything out within that universe and then storyboard everything in each particular movie within that universe to have a linear vision that matched up with what was going to happen in that universe so everything could be cohesive. There are little Easter eggs in each movie that kind of point to each Mm -hmm. one. To tie it in just enough so it doesn't fall apart. Yeah, if you look at Iron Man and you watch something in Iron Man that makes you watch Doctor Strange, you're like, oh, that's kind of fucked up because, like, how did that happen in Iron Man? Like, if it's in the same universe as, like, it happened in Doctor Mm -hmm. Strange. That kind of, like, that kind of thinking and, I don't know, I guess it would be fair to say, like, project management, like, for that is just, one, incredible. And so I think it's an... For the Hulk going off the rails so hard, while still being, in my opinion, top ten Marvel movie, uh, is it? It's so wonderful because he came in and did all of those rewrites, and Marvel has still somehow been able to keep their linear vision of what's going on despite all the rewrites that they had to honor in the Hulk, Um, except for the existence of Betty Ross because that girl is lit and Scarlett Johansson's great but Mark Ruffalo should be with Liv Tyler. We disagree on a lot here. Um look, we we're, we're talking a lot about um Hulk and how it kind of fits into like the the big scheme of things and why we haven't gotten more. We make some some good points about why it's he kind of works better with the cast and everything. Mm-hmm. Um and I would agree with pretty much everything you're saying in regards to 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe that they've created and just how I'm almost like in awe when you think about all the work that goes into it and how well that it's been done. It's not shaky at all, except for a movie here or there. It doesn't quite live up to stand, you know, to par. Mm -hmm. But um, but to talk about this movie specifically, um, I, maybe I sound, you're making me sound like the bad guy or some shit. Like I'm just being like extra negative. I just didn't like that. I like them all. And this one, I don't dislike what? at all, except no. for a few parts. Yeah. I just, I feel like I'm coming in here like boxing. Like, I feel like I'm coming in here with like the Hulk, like Hulk trunks, like just shiny purple ripped ass trunks. And like, you got, the, you got the big those fists. Yeah, like, yeah. But as a Hulk the smash. The fucking sock and bop yeah. or Hulk and smash I, fist. I feel like I have to defend this movie. No, like, not at all. Like it's good, yeah. Um, I, we, we thought it was kind of funny how they put like literally a movie inside of the opening credits and then they started, it's almost like they started with the sequel to that. Um, they put so much in there. Like, if you're not paying oh. attention, you're gonna like miss why he's even where he's oh, at. Yeah. Do you want to start with the opening credits? Sure. I mean, the opening credits is five years. <laughs> the opening credits is y'all. It's five years in like two minutes. It goes from like, and they show like it's like the, the research. And the opening credits are heavy. Is like it? it's like Liv Tyler like looking like Rihanna after Chris Brown got her like on the bed. Crass like, was beat. Like, he was beat. reaching out to her, trying to touch her face. The shit guy was yeah. like, it was emotional. What I like is the dad just had like a sling, just like you get from like Walgreens. <laughs> they just, they like, had ah. to let you know that he <laughs> yeah. whooped his ass. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> it was crazy because that like set the tone for the whole movie though. Yeah. Was the opening credits? Yeah. It got real as fuck, and it was dark, and then the whole movie just didn't lit up. Yeah. So like small timeline, just like so they try to do test on Bruce Banner, doesn't go well. Turns into the Hulk, starts beating everybody up, beats up Liv Tyler, beats up was it Thunderbolt Ross? Yes. Yeah. Um, cool his, ass what, name. His name. What is the first name? Like Thavius. Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, I think that's right. Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. Um, I don't know. Google search it on your own, you pussies. <laughs> but like, so Thunderbolt Ross um, got whooped up too. And then Edward Norton's in there trying to like comfort Liv Tyler, who's Betty Ross. And then basically they disown him from the government. And then like he's on the run for, and that was like five or six months. And then like he's on the run from the government for like a couple years. And then the start of the movie starts you out like in Brazil no, oh, cut you off. Like meditating. So, so all that stuff you just said was literally the credits. Like that shit is crazy. Five what years. you just said was like, yeah, that years. was a that was a movie script. That's a whole <laughs> movie, y'all. That that right there is an origin story. Yeah, that's an origin story. And then they take you into like basically if they would have done those credits, like the last like two seconds is the movie that you got after that, like for the amount of time that passed. Like it wasn't shit. Like I I think I would have. I would have liked to see a trilogy kind of end on the note that we ended on in the first movie, and I would have really liked to see an origin story from. I think that would have made you care more about Bruce Banner. I think that oh, would have. That, that would have made you care more it, about like the Betty Ross Bruce Banner relationship. The, the three like, movie arc to me is is a great way to go about a trilogy. But that first two minutes of the movie, just the opening credits, are a whole. That's a movie, or maybe even a second movie, of kind of what's going down. Like this could have easily been. I think the second would have been a nice fit for it. The Hulk that would have given the Hulk like the Hulk has never seen an origin story like that. Like we're doing testing, we're doing testing for this kind of research. The military is lying about the research that we're doing, and uh, Bruce Banner is doing it for this kind of stuff. Like you have a lot of conflict there that mm -hmm. you're not seeing. Like that would have been a really really fun way to approach it. That would have got you more familiar with Bruce Banner than it would have with the Hulk, and they could have done that in two thousand eight because the CGI for the Hulk is so expensive. So Ryan, like, focus on the 
drama in Bruce Banner, the Ross family, um, and then kind of once you start making that Disney Marvel money, then you have the money to really do the special effects that you had for Avengers, but you can put it into like a Hulk, Hulk always hulked out movie. Well, uh, let me give an example of how I think they could have went about it. And it's pretty, like, I'm on the same page as you. I think they could have really developed that story to make you care a lot like how they did with Deadpool on a low budget. Like, they, yeah. they used a lot of their screen time before he was even Deadpool to tell you the origin story. And it was interesting. Like, you were like, damn, I feel bad for this dude. Like, yeah. he fell in love and he's got cancer. Like, they built that up in a matter of, like, 20 minutes, like 15 maybe, yeah. I don't know. And they did it well, so it's like, you can do it on a low budget, and then you could have spent the last third of the movie just hulking the fuck out on, on the first movie, and then this could have been, I think, a really good sequel, and then you could have had like a, the ending to the trilogy. I think this would have been perfect in like the second uh, the second slide. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, they decided to just get, get right to the point where yeah. he's in Brazil looking yeah. for flowers, trying to make a vaccine and shit. It was a good point to jump to. It was just like, you know what? I wonder if most of that shit was in the original script. And then Edward Norton's rewrites like cut all that out. So that's why they were like, yo, here's five years. I, <laughs> like, I almost think that anything that feels rushed or like they could have done better is probably because of the rewrites. And yeah. it might not be something that he wrote in, but somebody had, it's like a bandage or something over they, like somewhere where they didn't know what to do. They crushed Iron Man so hard. Like you had, like the original Hulk would have worked. Hold on. I, uh, I have to go get a drink. Um, can you practice an advertisement? Do like Orville Redenbacher. Yeah, Pretend sure. You're getting... <laughs> New popcorn technology coming right at you. We're going to take a quick break here to just give you a word from our sponsors. Have you ever just been watching a movie and you're at home and you're like, yo, I really wish I could get some movie theater popcorn? Yeah, like I can't stand that shit. It's $5 there. I'd rather just have a box of that shit at home and just make it whenever I want it for like a fraction of the price per bag. Well, if you get Orville Redenbacher's popcorn, you can do that. I really wish they were paying for me, paying me for this, but here I am, faking an advertisement for practice. Yo, Orville Redenbacher's so tight. <laughs> uh, hey, I think I crushed that fucking, you didn't hear me. No, I no, I didn't hear you. No, I walked in, as I walked in, it sounded great, man. It sounded <laughs> awesome. Advertisers, uh, if you're out there, Look, I can promote your shit. Yeah, you know? we'll, we'll tell people about you. Orville, if you hear this. Yeah. Orville, wake your old ass up. <laughs> Take your pills. And okay. Get all the oh, phones. look, so we're talking rotary. about old guys. So let's segue back into this. Oh, yeah. I liked how they just threw Stan Lee in there as the guy that drinks the polluted soda. Great Stan Lee cameo, right? Yeah, that it's shit was great, funny. Great um, you forget that they add him in all those sometimes, and that it really caught me off guard. I was like, that's motherfucking Stan Lee when no. he opens the refrigerator. Well, Stan Lee does. Okay, so if, if anybody is out there arguing, Edward Norton, Hulk, like, that's not how you sound. You just kind of sound like that when you say dumb shit. Edward Norton Hulk like doesn't count as far as like the Marvel Universe goes. Like it starts with blah blah blah. No, he does. Stan count. Lee he does Stan is Lee in that cameo. shit. He did the Stanley cameo, and the Stanley cameo basically he drinks a bloody Haritos like that's full of gamma. Yeah, he, he drinks a bowl of gamma blood. It's pretty gross, but he got like gamma poisoning. That's and he a, died. That's a great Stanley and- cameo. Um, that now, that was kind of like a weird plot point. Like, that's how they discovered that yeah. he was someone, and they're like, well, where did that soda come it from? Brazil? A, Find a white guy in Brazil. And that's literally, like, that the sequence a, of events. That was a major plot point, though. That was a wonderful, also, yeah. 
I'm just throwing out a number shoot, you guys, but got to be top ten Stanley cameo. <laughs> like they, that, like, I agree with top five. That yeah, shit, it was just funny because I was I was literally pointing at the screen like a kid. I was like, "That's wait, what the yeah. fuck?" And it was just, it was funny. Yeah. Um, the other yeah. one I liked was Spider Man. Oh, when we'll he, see. When we'll he see. popped now, out the window, that shit was pretty out. funny. The other now Stanley has some, had some cameos in some other Marvel movies, of course. Did he have them in the X Men movies? I don't think. I know so. he had them in the second. Do you remember the Spider Man movie where the library fight? The second Spider-Man yeah. where they had the library fight, Stanley oh, had the with headphones on, but that was no. not part of the... No, 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 it was the Andrew Garfield one. Mm-hmm. It was one of the Andrew Garfield, the big, like, oh, no, it was the first Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. It was the alligator one. They had the big, like, library fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stanley had the headphones on. So, I take that back. You don't sound like that if you talk like that. Like, Stanley does stuff outside <laughs> he did, of the Marvel Universe. He did do universe. something that really wasn't in the but, Marvel Universe, but it's okay. Yeah, but still, if you're thinking that, if you're listening to this whole thing, and you're thinking that... Edward Norton doesn't count as part of like the greater Marvel universe. Like Mark Ruffalo replaced Edward he has an Norton, asterisk. which means like this Hulk is part like Edward Norton's Hulk is part of like the greater Avengers team. Everything you're seeing with Mark Ruffalo should be Edward Norton if he wasn't such like an asshole with like the creative directors of the Yeah, he shot himself in the foot a little bit, but Absolutely. And so like his <laughs> that's like, the, yeah, this, this Hulk is definitely a part of like this whole series and that's the most important thing i think it's one of the most interesting stories because nobody else besides don Cheadle has had to replace another actor um in iron man which is a super upgrade don Cheadle replaced terrence howard terrence howard yeah i love terrence (laughs) howard y'all we in a suit man iron man (laughs) episode better touch on the terrence howard don Cheadle. Like replacement. Yeah, no, that, that's gonna get into yeah. its own segment. Yeah, uh, Don Cheadle is definitely the guy I would vote for. Don but, Cheadle's tight. But yeah, no, Don Cheadle's tight as fuck. I like him in a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, Terrence Howard's cool though. Terrence Howard is cool. He's it's almost. I think the memes really kind of ruin people for you sometimes because those those main memes had me so joked out that like now every time I think about him I laugh instead of like thinking about fucking his work. But anyway, I think about Don Cheadle and Boogie Nights. I haven't seen Boogie Nights. I'm not a porn star. I'm an actor. (laughs) Yeah, you are, Don. (laughs) I haven't seen Boogie Nights, but it's on my list. Yo, yeah, Boogie Nights is super Um, good. But yeah, uh, bringing it back, there was like a little funny, like they did a good job of placing just like little funny Hulk stuff in there. Like the part where he was like, instead of saying, don't make me angry, you you won't like me when I'm angry. He said hungry because he was speaking Portuguese and he had just kind of been working on it. I thought that was like a funny way to just throw that in there um without like getting too corny and comic bookish but still kind of staying true to it well this brings us back to the eric banna one being so bad right like they did so you had the stanley reference you had the lou ferrigno as a security guard yeah that was cool you had the don't make me angry but don't make me hungry because he's trying to learn uh, the language the pants you had the pants so that what they did like what what marvel has done look at what marvel has done with all of their movies they have taken, they have somehow, DC's taken way too serious and dark of a tone, right? Marvel has somehow taken a light and fun-hearted tone while at the same time also poking fun at the overly ridiculous things and corny things about the comic book universe. So yeah. I think like what had been done with the Hulk for some, the Hulk movies, as standalone movies, with Lou Ferrigno and Eric Banner were so bad that they had to take some of those tropes and flip them on their head. So, like, whenever she mm-hmm. bought him, even the, the biggest Had to one, poke some fun at itself. Yeah, absolutely. Please do that. because Be the movie, self-aware. The movie was so dark that, like, that was some of the only humor that you got in the movie. So with the like, throwback. Yeah, Stan Lee was funny. Yeah. 
Uh, Luke Ferrigno was funny. Yeah. Um, the only other funny scene was the cab scene. When she that bought, was it. When she bought him the purple pants. And, like, she, like, threw him the purple pants, and he was like, oh, oh yeah. I think, like, I'll pass. Because, like, he didn't want to be Hulk in the stretchy purple pants. Because that shit's ridiculous. <laughs> so, like, Marvel has always gone for a more realistic approach while still having, like, a lighthearted, yeah. semi Still giving you the type. comic book hero feel. Yeah. Um, I did like that. I think they built up to the Hulk nicely. Almost, it felt like how you do, like, in a monster movie almost. Like, they didn't let you see him until it took, like, almost half an hour. It was like 20 minutes. The reveal of the Hulk was... But it was really good. Wonderful. Because yeah. I, I went back and watched the reveal of the Hulks in the other movies. So corny. Yeah, this so was bad. done so well. It's like, I think it's cool how they did it in the dark, but they gave you just enough. You're like, oh, I see that motherfucker. Yeah. He's big and scary as fuck. Yeah. But like, you still... And then you gotta wait even longer to see him again just in broad daylight. Yeah. And they he looks great. Like, he looks really good in this movie. That Disney, Marvel's CGI, that like when we talked about that budget and the work they're putting in, that shit looked great. If, if you don't think that the Hulk looked good, then the only thing I can blame that on, and this would be you you not wanting Edward Norton to come back, this would be, it was Edward Norton's hair. If you, <laughs> like, if you like the new Mark Ruffalo Hulk, then you hey, like Mark Ruffalo's hair. The Mark Ruffalo Hulk's a little bit more on the handsome side. Edward, I think this dude got, was pretty ugly in this movie. Yeah, because Edward Norton Hulk, the Hulk has the Edward Norton yeah. like haircut, and when it, wherever the Hulk comes, like, you know, that comb over just wasn't working. The, the Lou Ferrigno Hulk was so bad that in '78 the Hulk had blonde hair, y'all. Oh. The, the Hulk had blonde, like shoulder length, like almost mullet cut hair. The Hulk looked like trash. <laughs> like the Hulk looked like it would be fucking his cousin trash. Like the Hulk was nasty, y'all. Like in this one, Edward Norton, he had the yeah, it was kind of, but it was that like early two thousand. He drives a Hemi. Hulk drives a Hemi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in two thousand, Joe, Joe Dierte. One thing that you should know about the Hulk, and this is why this is my argument for Betty Ross, the the love interest in this one, Ugh. is she was someone who could always see Bruce Banner in the Hulk. And so what you need to do is, like, whenever they make the Hulk, they make the Hulk have some Bruce Banner features. And so, but that differs on your main actor. That differs on who your Bruce Banner is going to be. Mark Ruffalo works best for, whole, like, who Hulk becomes. The Bru- the Mark Ruffalo Hulk even has, like, some salt and pepper in the hair like Mark Ruffalo does. Mm-hmm. And he looks, if you put it side by side, looks pretty much like Mark Ruffalo. Same thing for Edward Norton. Edward Norton just looks too young. And like, if you put Edward Norton hair on the Hulk, he just mm-hmm. looks like a little fanboy. Like he just looks ridiculous. Yeah. Look, so look like looks a small good. boy's haircut, like a small little European yeah. boy. <laughs> but that's, that's always been the biggest thing about the love interest and kind of the conflict within the Hulk is that, you know, even in the scene of the helicopter where she's like, you know, when they're in the car, excuse me, but in the car, and she's like, I think that you know, part of your mind is in there. Yeah. Something like that. That is the the part that Bruce doesn't want to accept. That was a great that, scene. That's, he doesn't want to accept that. A great non-action scene. He wants, he wants the Hulk to be completely different from him. But the reality is, there's a lot of him within the Hulk. And that's what you start seeing in Thor Ragnarok and these other arcs is a more speaking Hulk. Um, mm-hmm. And it's because whenever he's able to be in the Hulk for a longer period of time, they're able to connect a little bit more. But then, yeah, of course, in Thor Ragnarok, when Bruce comes out of that, he doesn't have like an image of time. A lot of that goes back to, if you're like, well, why does he experience that? Well, look at the first Hulk movie, whenever he says, you know, in that same car scene, how is it when you transition? He says, it's like a liter of acid being dumped on my brain. Mm -hmm. Like I get some images, I get some stuff like that. So 
I don't know, like Thor Ragnarok, how long is he in the Hulk for? Like, years, right? Like, three years? Something like I that? think it was three years. Yeah, if you're Google checking this, like, good for you. Like, I don't know. You know now. It's something, I think it's years. Just, yeah, no, uh, it was definitely years. I think yeah. it was three. And so it's something like that, but like, in that, like, they get more connected, more intertwined, and then, but, like, at the same time, like, they're experiencing the same thing, but when he comes out, like, the Bruce Banner version, like, just doesn't, like, function, or, like, he's not able to get it. No, I agree. Um, I think that's what they they were. I think Edward Norton planted like that particular scene, like that was like him planting that seed because that's something they were going to keep exploring in his version of the trilogy. But they decided not to go with what he was doing because he was being an asshole about it, and they already had their minds made up, and which is fine. I mean, I, th I like the route they've taken. I think they're gonna. I, they did him a lot of like in Thor Ragnarok. I really enjoyed the Hulk event, so I trust that they're gonna keep giving you more good Hulk scenes, good Hulk stories in the rest of the movies to come. And that could have come earlier. Like it could have. We could have had that trilogy. Y'all, this whole thing comes down to what if Edward Norton wasn't such an asshole? Like, that's like for real it, like at the heart of all of this stuff. Like, you could have had a You could sum up the whole pod Hulk, with that question. A Hulk trilogy. <laughs> you could have had a Hulk trilogy that was peppered in like in between every Like, that was like their main staple. Like, it was, like, you had, like, the all the Captain America movies, like, probably push back. Like, even a little bit. Like, this whole thing, like, takes a little bit longer because you really, really have to explore that, like, Bruce Banner character, that Hulk character. Maybe Ant-Man doesn't even happen. Yeah. Think about how easy it was for, like, the transition between, like, the Iron Man. Because Iron, like, Tony Stark is a character in between, like, Iron Man. Like, at the, at the end of the first movie, he admits, like, I'm Iron Man. Like, there's not, like, a lot of complexity there. Like... He's kind of a, he's got a lot of charisma. He's kind of a selfish asshole. He wants to be Iron Man. Those two intermingle in super well. You can just, boom, jump into like a sequel. You can jump into a trilogy. And he, he had a good internal conflict too with the selling of weapons. And then yeah. when he realizes, like, I, I enjoyed how they played that in there. Yeah. And Robert Downey Jr. killed it. Well, that's what he wants to do with the Bruce Banner thing. It's, it's, it's who he is. So you can really explore that through three movies. And we yeah. didn't get a chance to do that. You didn't see the Hulk for... Four more years until 2012 when he kind of just broke into the Avengers and then I think he says one or two lines like in that movie. But even, you know what was interesting? People are really excited about Thor Ragnarok, about a talking Hulk. Yeah. All of the speech and all the talking that you got out of this 2008 one. I mean, you got like Hulk smash. You got um, Leave Me Alone. Do you remember in the reveal? Do you remember in the, I didn't catch that before. Yeah. In the reveal, he said, leave me alone. That was He's a great like reveal because that even, that was kind of sad. It yeah. was like, he doesn't want to do this. Yeah, you hear Hulk talk and like You're shooting him. He's time, literally like, leave me alone. Yeah. And it was the, like, damn. The first thing you ever, ever, ever hear the Hulk say as the Hulk in the Marvel Universe is leave me alone. That shit is crazy. That's not a coincidence. Like, no. they wanted that to be, like, a focal point. Like, you can yeah. go all the way back. This dude did not... He doesn't want this. He's, yeah. he's scared of it himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's exactly. doing these advanced stomach exercises to keep his heart rate as low as possible all day, every day, regardless of being smacked in the face. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, he's scared of it. He doesn't want it to happen. And so, it's like, he nobody wants to get shot, you know, and be treated like a monster. Uh, so, it, it was exciting... To see when they would execute things well. They did a lot of things well. Like I said, my only real issue with the movie, I just think they gave a lot of screen time to a love story that only was good for certain scenes. Like, certain uh, scenes, they nailed it. And those other scenes, I was like, okay, come on, let's keep it moving. You didn't like the love story? Did you not Did you not like Liv Tyler? Um, Not at first. She got better, though. Like I said, the cab scene really... 
really made things better because she had more personality in from that moment from that moment forward her personality was just better yeah. like when she was like angry he was like i have some like the stomach exercises like i have some practices that could help you with that you know to calm that down like that it was just like a cool scene it's like okay now you can kind of see more than just the oh my god i love you it's like um, you're trying to make us believe they love each other by all this passionate sad shit but it's like let's see them kind of interact like real humans too and once they did that it got a little better that was real human i don't know did you this i think this was a huge like edward norton influence but did you like like woody allen movies like that's some like woody allen type of like love story type of shit like they're just both like kind of flat like most of their nuances are like an eyebrow raises together. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like they're looking at each other and she's like, he'll say like one thing pretty flat and like she'll have like kind of like a quirky kind of like cute response where like she'll flick her hair afterwards or yeah. whatever. Like that kind of stuff. Like I love that love story. Oh, it was super I hate simple. that shit. She left Phil Dumpy though. She left. Oh. Man, Phil Dumpy was that shit. You know, I thought they were going to make talking, him to an asshole and he, he was a great character. He was talking shit to the cops. He was, Phil Dumpy's no snitch, man. <laughs> He's out here to sell real estate. Like he doesn't Hulk, fuck with the government. He doesn't fuck with the military and shit. He was like, yo. The Hulk stole this is his girl fault. and he still was no He was like, he's going to protect her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't even be mad because I wouldn't have been that mature in that situation. I'm like, man, fuck no. that dude. I yeah. hope y'all kill that motherfucker. Yeah, he originally called the cops. He thought it was for research. And then he saw this shit go down. He was like, no. Yeah. Um, is he like the sixth man of the movie? He probably is. Man. He's the yeah, sixth Phil, man. Phil Dumpy was a strong side. <laughs> He's the sixth man. In. Okay, so well, I said sixth man. So who's the MVP of this movie? Like, what character for you? Edward Norton, man. I think he just absolutely. Yeah. I think he's a better Hulk than Mark Ruffalo. I don't think the fault is on Edward Norton, other than rewriting the script for the movie. I think the fault is on the lack of budget that Marvel Studios had coming in. I don't think he should have started the movie. I think they should have started or not started the movie. Started the franchise. I think Iron Man and Captain America should have started the franchise, and they should have put the first Hulk movie where the first Captain America one was. Whenever they kind had of like some, in the third slot of yeah, trilogy, when they had like some okay. profit, when they had some real real money to go in and do special effects, almost like CGI, to pick up steam again, like, like two that. more years, pick up yeah. steam with the Hulk after yeah. you just hit knock yeah. out the park with Iron Man. Figure out what your voice is going to be before, because mm-hmm. I think I think if they do that, I think the Hulk is the staple. I think this whole franchise looks completely different. I think they go a way trippier route with like Doctor Strange. I think Hulk is on a yeah, planet Strange. and Ragnarok, like Ragnarok before that. I think they go a super fun direction with Hulk, and we don't get that because it went so off the rails as like their first choice. I think the Doctor, I, I think he's supposed to Rafalo is going to his Hulk is going to play a pretty big part in like we said in Ragnarok, obviously, but then. In Doctor Strange, I think, in his next movie, as well as both the Infinity Wars, I think the Doctor Strange one will be interesting because you have a chance to kind of... I think they'll play with some of that weird stuff that the Hulk comics included. That's that's one of the only villains that you can give the Hulk, right? Is this this whole cosmic realm... Yeah, that's of, his biggest of, challenge. Of the, Martin, yeah, what, what Earth villain is going to like challenge the Hulk? Dude, and with so that like, alone, you just made me look forward to Doctor Strange yeah, so much more. There's no... That's why he's like... he's And he's crushing it yeah. during Thor Ragnarok. Like, Thor is the only one... Like, he's a god. He steps up and like that's the only one that can kind of challenge him, but he didn't even kill him. Like, yeah. no, you have to put him... That's why in the comic books, he's in so many like space cosmic like situations. Because that's he's the only shit that... Something. Like, he's an anti-hero. Like, exactly. He's he's completely something else. So, like you have to put the Hulk in situ like that's he does so well in space. So yeah, you do that Captain America one first and then after Iron Man, Captain America, Iron Man two, 
And then, like, then after that, you got real Disney Marvel money around it. You do crazy CGI. You do Hulk 1. You do the whole opening credits mm-hmm. as a movie. You do that first 2008 movie as a second movie. And the third one, you put them, like, on its own planet. And they can even like, make it kind of dark. Like, they can do that because it's got to get dark. It's got to get, it's like yeah. some real shit happens. Like, But I think this movie should have done a better job. Of like sprinkling in a little comic relief here or there. They like, should have, yeah. But that was that was the whole Edward Norton making a dark thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they probably would have. I mean, I'm sure because Disney's backing it, they would have had more in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, that, I guess that's my biggest complaint. Everything else is like, it, it's, if it starts off bad, it gets better at some point in the movie. Like I said, the love story definitely did. Mm-hmm. So I think if there was just a little bit, if it wasn't so, if it didn't take itself so seriously, the whole movie, other than when he meets Mr. Blue, who I thought was good, I think he could be like a six man candidate. Um, that was cool to see. He was him. probably going to be another villain. He was like, yeah, yeah. He, they kind of like uh, tried to allude to that, and it just never happened. Yeah. Um, Mister Blue is the guy from Holes. The guy like he had like got punched in the face and shit. You know, he's the annoying guy that didn't want to feel the water. And Sigourney Weaver was uh, like slashed him in the face. That's what it was. Yeah, I don't remember his name. I don't feel like looking it up. But you can, you know what I'm talking about. That guy. He was in the movie, and he was I liked him a lot. And so. Uh, like, when he came in, it gave it, like, a little bit of life. It was like, okay, the cab scene, then him. So, it's like that last act of the movie. It's like, does that is that where Ed, Edward Norton barely touched it? And he just made the first hour of it dark as fuck? Because I literally put... Uh, remember, I paused the movie. And I was like, it took an hour and 13 minutes before, a, com- he, uh, before a funny scene entered this movie. I bet they had a ton. And he just, like, left in, like, that one. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, we gotta have something." Yeah. Like they compromised, and it was. And uh, we don't, we don't know Edward Norton, and uh, Edward Norton, we know you're listening to this podcast. So yeah, when uh, you hear this, uh, you yeah, know, at let, me. Us, let us know what you think. Yeah, at me, bro. Come, uh, come share the real story, <laughs> or uh, or don't, or we can meet out the lot and you can catch these hands. I don't know what you want to <laughs> do, but we'll figure out the truth. One Edward way or Norton from American History X would beat your fucking ass. Oh man, we talked about uh, we were, one of the research videos that we watched. I say research videos, we watch YouTube videos, y'all. Like there was uh, apparently American History X. He did a whole rewrite of that. Like he did a whole he's he's done this. He's, he made like 30 minutes longer. He's a he's a serial rewriter. So if this podcast makes it to you, it may be brought to you by Edward Norton's rewrites. We don't know. We'll figure it out. We don't, we can't really say how much of a right. hand he had in this. Yeah. All right, man. I got to I got to wrap this one up. I got to go meet up with the uh, y'all tender on valentine's day if you're single on oh, valentine's shit. day you, know, you got a, you got somewhere to be man yeah i'm a lucky little bee i don't know if this happens to every good little <laughs> lucky boy little on, bee. on valentine's day but the uh, santa has put a pussy in my stocking and i'm gonna go get it okay one last question yeah do you think would you have preferred the hulk just be separate from the avengers and got an r-rated approval like logan did and like deadpool did i wish all um i wish as many movies as possible could get r-rated <laughs> okay I agree. because the the amount of freedom that you have with it and, and whatever it was coming out in like the 80s like indiana jones era stuff like that like the pg-13 movies like stuff that's PG- that was the way to go. stuff that was pg-13 back then is r-rated now for sure. That's true. There's um, some violent stuff. Yeah. And so, like, it's just the, the special effects are better. And so it feels more real. It feels more visceral. Like, it mm-hmm. feels like it could actually happen to you. So that's why they have to make it R now, because the special effects are so... Ooh, when it happens, yeah. like, you can actually, like, feel that shit. And so um, I'm I'm down for that, but just for marketability and, like, for the amount of money that they need to be able to make for the CGI effects for the next movie, like, keeping it PG-13 is safe. I think that's another whole podcast just on... What creates a movie rating? Um, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. No. Uh, speaking of that, well, you got you got to go. I'll close this out, but you got to go do yeah. your thing. Last question. Um, Hulk, uh, number one Marvel movie. 
uh, best Marvel movie ever, probably the better one that's ever been made, number one, but actually number one. So okay, now he clearly doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, the nasty ass beer and those fucking hot toddies got to you. Oh yeah, I'm uh, disclaimer. I'm uninformed, a little drunk, so I love you. <laughs> that makes two of us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Hey, close the door. Appreciate it. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and close this show out. Man, we talked like longer than I expected, but that's great. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. This movie, I think I enjoyed it more than I may have let on, but, you know, whatever. It was cool. Um, yeah, that's all we got for you guys today. That is the end of the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much if you listened to the whole thing. Um, we talked a lot, and we enjoyed it, but, you know, I know it's a long show, so if you made it all the way here, you're a real one. Uh, if you like what you heard, please subscribe. Leave a nice five-star uh, rating, a positive review. Give me some feedback. Uh, maybe we could use it in another show if it's, you know, some subject matter. Uh, and, yeah, I would just love to hear from you guys. Um, and that's all I got, man. So, I'm out. Like a pill.